Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Samuel Oloruntoba, the president of African School of Governance and Policy Studies, and currently a visiting professor at the Institute of African Studies, Carleton Universities, Ottawa, Canada. I'm continuing today on the series of podcasts on rethinking developmental governance in Africa. And from today, I'll be talking about institutions and development, how we can strengthen institutions of governance to promote development in Africa. It was President Obama who said in 2009, during his visit to Ghana, that Africa don't need strong men, but we need strong institutions. It was Douglas Knott who said in his Nobel award-winning book on institution that institution is a central to development. In his work, Douglas Knott itemized the importance of institutions former institutions, informal institutions that constrain human behavior. It has been the experience of Africa post-independence to have big men, what, if, what we call the politics of big men, in which case, when people get political offices, they try to subvert institutions of governance to advance personal interests. They tend to personalize the state. It was the former uh, president of the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, former Zaire, Mobutu Seseko, who said he was the state and the state was him. And this kind of orientation uh, leads to excessive use of power, lead to personalization of political office and lead to abuse of political power. So given the fact that over the past 60 years of independence in Africa, these have been the experience in most countries in Africa, what has been the result? The result has been threats to democracy. The result has been misuse of public funds and the general result has been poverty writ large. The general result has been inequality. So it is important to have institutions. Today we'll be talking about democratic institutions. Democratic institutions are institutions that have been put in place to um, identify and to strengthen and to promote democratic values in any countries. And when we talk about this, we talk about the parliament or the national assembly. We talk about the election management bodies and institutions. We talk about the security institutions. And we talk about the media. And of course, uh, the civil society, the executive arm of government as well. What we've seen is that these institutions most times have been used to advance the interests of the political elite, not necessarily to foster governance. So when you talk about democratic institutions, let's talk about the election management body. In many instances in Africa, the election management body always pander to the interests of the elite. 
They conduct elections, declare fake results, manipulate election results. We've seen this happen so many times in Uganda, in Nigeria, uh, in, the, in, the, in Zimbabwe, and different parts of the continent. This undermines democratic value. So it is important to strengthen the institution of election management bodies. How do you do that? By ensuring that the head of that body is independently appointed by a body that is not subject to the control of the executive uh, branch of government. Because when the executive appoints the head of this institution, key officers of this institution, most times this is considered as a favor and they are naturally predisposed to um, serving the interests of those who appointed them to those offices. So when the appointment of the head and the key officer of this institution is done outside, you know, the purview of the president or the prime minister, there's that tendency that the, these officers are not subject to the whims and the caprices of those who appoint them. Secondly, the electoral management institutions should be electronically technology oriented. That is to say, they are not uh, based on manual um, calculation of result, processing of result. What we have also seen that in the process of manually processing results, many of them are tampered with. So it is important that technology is used to reinforce the strength of these uh, election management institutions. In which case, subject to availability, these re election results are sent directly from the point of casting vote to the point of processing. Also, the database of election, uh, the, the voters should be technologically based. What we've seen in different parts of Africa is that there's no accurate uh, voter registration uh, record. We have, we've have cases, we've had cases of underage voting. We've had cases of maybe even foreigners from other parts of Africa uh, coming to vote. That was an issue in the Nigeria election, presidential election of 2019, even though it's not verified. But these are possibilities that people bring people from different places to vote contrary to what the election provision uh, uh, provide. And it is also important, the, the election management body uh, operate on the basis of electoral act, credible electoral acts that have been passed by the act of the parliament and that have been assented to by the president. So it is important to have credible election uh, management bodies that conduct elections that reflect the will of the people. Thirdly, the election management body should also be subject to the scrutiny of the civil society organizations. Of course, it happens in different parts of Africa that we have what we call the election monitors uh, organization, domestic election observers, international election observer, regional election observer. Most times, the report of these uh, observers also don't reflect the, 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 the true outcome of those elections. At the international level, normally they will say, oh, the election met 
uh, African standard of democracy. And I always wonder, what does that mean? So it's important to have election management bodies that are technologically oriented, that are manned by credible people, people who are not just uh, uh, gladiators or becoming beholden to the in executive arm of the government, but professionals, proven professionals. In instances where we have had proven professional people of integrity, uh, like the uh, former INEC uh, chair of Nigeria, Professor Atairu Jega, we've seen uh, some semblance of credibility in election. But in instances where uh, this electoral body, the head of those bodies are corrupt people who, who have no value for ethics, they are usually they usually conduct elections that please uh, the, the, the people who appoint them. So technology can reinforce institution of election management body, and this should be deployed in different parts of Africa. Beyond technology, beyond uh, appointing credible people, beyond the involvement of civil society, is the need for constant monitoring and evaluation. There's need to benchmark election management body in Africa to other parts of the world, Latin America, it could be Asia, it could be, it could be Europe, uh, where the processes that were involved in these elections are, uh, are followed or are adapted in, in, in conducting elections in Africa. Lastly, in, in strengthening election management body, I would also recommend a staggered election, uh, conduct of election. Uh, in many parts of Africa, due to the over-centralized federal system, again, using Nigeria as an example, usually elections are conducted in one day. But we have seen that this is problematic because of lack of uh, adequate logistics, lack of adequate manpower. It, this, this, subject, this is subject to some forms of manipulation. So there's need for staggered election, uh, conduct of election, as a means of ensuring that this institution is not overstretched, this institution conduct credible and fair election. Next week, in our next ep episode, we'll be looking at other democratic institutions uh, like the parliament, like the judiciary, and the uh, security government. Thank you very much for listening and looking forward to seeing you 